0: with
1: us as we discuss our heritage for our legacies
2: welcome to our journey
1: hey y'all this is michael this is keith hey we've got uh a guest that um i've just grown to um enjoy being around um he's a pastor here in the county with me uh and like i've said before there's not a church there is the church so he doesn't have a church and i don't have a church we're just both pastors (laughs) yeah and we've learned that uh we get along pretty good yeah and he stuck me with something this week and he said that i'm young well i'm about 10 years older than him (laughs) but he didn't say it real loud where everybody else can say wait a second you're the young one but it's pastor tony reynolds and uh I asked him Monday, I said, hey, what you doing Wednesday night? He said, uh, nothing. I said, hey, you want to come be on our podcast? And he's like, sure. So, um, me and Michael, uh, messaged and he said, well, I might have somebody that's going to be there. Well, that person didn't show up and somebody else did. And we're just excited to see where this is going to go. Um, we were just talking and Michael was looking at a scripture. Um, read that scripture real quick, Michael.
2: Yes, yeah, uh, Revelations 12 and 11. And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. So he's telling us right there, we've got to share our testimonies with others to help defeat the enemy and us defeating, I mean, y'all don't give me a I get chill bumps when I talk about it, but it's, um, the battle's been won, you all Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, we just got to encourage the other, other people out there that it has been won and let's, let's share our testimony so it builds them up and makes them stronger. Hey, you're not alone out there. You, we've made mistakes. We're all sinners, but we have to share that with others so they don't feel like they're all alone. Right. So I'm going to introduce uh my guest um we just become friends well actually he's a he's an employee of mine at um at carolina skiff and he's uh you know we we've made connections yeah um he's got a story he's got he's he's strong in his faith i can tell oh, you man. but um he's from White Cross, and he's originally from Nashville, Tennessee. Right. But his name is Jay Ferrucci. (coughs) That's it. All right. But uh, (laughs) welcome, Jay, and welcome, Tom. Thanks.
3: Thank you for having
1: me. Well, I'm going to read part of the scripture that we we studied Sunday morning, and it's Psalm 32. And it goes along with what Michael just read out of Revelations, but it's, it's, it's David. And a lot of times, you know, we don't think about who David was. Right. We think about what we read. And a lot of times the one we read is David was a man after God's own heart. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good, but you got to know who David was before you say David was a man after God's own heart. Cause a lot of times we put this, we put David up on a pedestal <laughs> and we don't look at, okay, he had somebody killed yeah. so he could take their life. He, he drank a little too much every now and then yeah. to the point where he was da- dancing naked in the street. Um, you know, and, and yet we read he was a man after God's own heart. Well, here in um, Psalms 32, he's talking about how his life was, and then he turns around and says, but when I became completely honest. Well, what he's doing here is he's sharing his testimony. He's saying, wait a second, I became completely honest. And verse 2 says, yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. So if David can come to a place, where he shares, okay, these are my these these were my problems. Yep. And he comes to this point right here where he's saying, "Wait a second! In my honesty, I'm freed of guilt." Yep. What more mm-hmm. can we do? <laughs> we we shouldn't be held back. And and it's like you say we. We're, the The theme that we're going on coming up to um November the eighteenth is is what's your story and 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 November the is going to be that and and I've got an idea of what's going to happen, but I'm waiting to see if the Lord's going to work it out the way I've got it in my mind in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way <laughs> um, and, and 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 I'm expecting him to do more, but as we talk about these things. There's a time for us to be honest, mm-hmm. to encourage, to lift up one another that, you know, we had a friend that posted on, on telegram this week and said, you know, I've invited friends to, to church before. He said, but I've never had anybody laugh at me. Mm-hmm. He said, this boy I went to school with. And the first thought that popped in my head is he's not rejecting you. That's right. It's, it, it's not on you. Just keep sharing
3: your testimony. Right. Yep. Um I, if I can interject for just a few moments. Um, hey, going no, back no, to, you,
2: there ain't no interjecting <laughs> You just <laughs> talk when yeah. you were,
3: get ready. All right, that works. You break yeah. it up when you want to. Um looking at verse uh five in Psalm 32, uh David basically says, he says, I acknowledge that I have messed up. I have done some things that were wrong. And here's the thing that I often teach that we have to wait to those correct moments Mm -hmm. to be transparent because, in oversharing or being, uh, or giving full disclosure, can sometimes sway someone rather than draw them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And so, Here's the thing. We all know that scripture has declared and us knowing mentally that we all have sinned Mm -hmm. and we all have fallen short of the glory of God. But in that acknowledgement, it does not mean that I have to tell everything I have to. I have to, like I teach them at our church, when we witness, we definitely don't want to be, uh, overkill. We don't want. We don't want to draw. You know, drive someone away um, by giving them. Oh, I used to do this. I used to do that. I used to right. th-. acknowledge that you have been in those places. Don't make it inviting to them. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Don't make it look seem like it's a, you're trying to invite them to that right bad side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm struggling with my story a little bit on how much to share. Right. And (laughs) I can go into some details that, you know, it's, you know, I just got to watch what I say.
1: Yeah. And it's the company. It's, it's the, the, the group you're in front of. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. there may be something where, for instance, you met Jay and the Holy Spirit says, Hey, share this with him. Yeah. And, and, and when you follow what the Holy Spirit says, it may be more than you would go tell Tony. Right. You know, and but a lot of times we, we get caught up in, hey, I gotta share it all.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know.
1: Um right. in the scripture, David's not sharing it all right here, but we know because of the 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 written history, right, what David's life was like. But God put it there. And used him to say, hey, and then think about this. He had Solomon. Mm-hmm. He did all this other stuff, and yet he has the son that becomes king that is the most intellectual man to ever live. That's correct. So, so again, keep in your head that you can't mess up enough. Right. Yeah. Right. That right. you don't deserve. Right. Salvation. is always a way back. That's it.
3: Right. And even with that, you know, one thing about it, there's nothing about our story that discredits us from a future. That's right. There's nothing about anything that we've encountered that discredit us from having new life. And uh, that's what David, and that's one thing that, um, separates David from the average, is that he had a way of always being cognizant of the fact that I've got to stay in the right standing with God. And that, I believe, in my own thinking, you know, that earned him that right to be a man after God's own heart, because he acknowledged every time he was wrong. It was one issue um, in, the, in the one that we, you just talked about, the son Solomon. In that uh, situation, uh, in that transgression or whatever, David had a hard time coming to grips with the fact that he had messed up. And it took prophet Nathan to come and to kind of get his mind back together and let him know you're the man that has done this thing <laughs> that uh, should have just ruined you. Um, and after that, we find out David he comes back to God, mm-hmm. and so that's what we have to be mindful of—that we don't allow our story to make us; we make the story.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So where, Tony, where where's what's your story? When did you get?
3: In line, well, to be honest, <laughs> I really didn't have a choice. Uh, I I was uh, I was born and raised in church. Yeah, uh, been in church my entire life. Um, never really had the opportunity to venture off. Never really had a desire to. Um, of course, you know, in all of our lives, we've we've made some, you know, some poor decisions. Them. You yeah. know, done some things that you know, the consequences were greater than, than the, uh, the situation, but, um, I've been in church my entire life. I got saved when I was like 10 years old. And, um, uh, with that, you know, I always tried to strive to, to live the life that was, you know, uh, under the, the watchful eye of everybody. So, uh, you know, never really had an opportunity to do anything, but um, God saved me from self-righteousness. There you go. Because I felt that since I had been born in church, what did I need to be forgiven for? And so uh, it took me a long time to get over that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the confession was at 10, but the conversion wasn't until I was in my late teens. You know, so um, in that, I thought that I was living a righteous life. And, you know, the scriptures has already told us, you know, our own righteousness is, but, you know, nothing to God. So we have to get in line with God. Uh, I hope that answered your question. Yeah, that (laughs) on. All
1: right. So, So basically, in your late teens, it became a relationship. Right. Instead of a. Have to right, yeah. <laughs> right, Yeah. Right. A drug basically. problem. <laughs> you drug the church right. down the doors. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was your drug problem. Right, <laughs> right.
3: Yeah, basically, um, man. We we were in church every time the church doors were open. So right. yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a really a, didn't really have a choice to. I just had to go. <laughs>
0: right. Well, Jay, you want to answer that? <clears throat> well, um, like Tony, I grew up around. Um, church and it was, it was kind of like um, I never really had a relationship with God. I would be, you know, just in and out of church and but um, well, my life would be forever changed at 33 and um, I, had, I had a series of things. I was actually talking to Michael about this the other day. I had a series of things happen to me. Um, I had dreams and And visions, and um, and I was trying to figure out what is going on, where are, where is this going, where are these dreams leading to, and um, and I would see things and they ended up playing out in real life, and you know, it was a little scary. And I started, you know, I was going, okay, is this good, is this bad, is this. You know, is this God, is this Satan? Right. What's going on here? And um, after a while, they, the, the puzzle pieces started coming together, and I, I guess I'm so stubborn that it took like an experience. I mean, it was just like I told somebody about the dream, mm-hmm. what happened, and then they explained to me how it happened in real life, and then... Wow. You know, it was getting it was getting a little scary, right? And but I found out that the, the reason why this was happening was God was trying to get my attention. He was trying to, to get me to s- just stop. And the way he did it was is he got me to stop while I was driving, and I just wow. I'm on a highway and I'm, I'm just I'm stopped behind this person. This number was in my dream. It's written out in. In cursive in the back of the um, of the car, and I just thought, I said, "Okay, I can't take it any. I can't take this anymore. Wow. I need to know, you know, if, if it's if you wanted my attention, you got it. You have my attention right. fully." Right. And I started going to church and started uh, developing a relationship with um, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I I came to know God. And um, I had experience in my car where, and full disclosure, my, my radio was doing some weird things over the, the past couple of months. But my radio turned on out of nowhere, and, and I, I was asking God a question, and he gave me the answer to the question in a song. Wow. Through the radio. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> It was an experience, and I will never forget that. And and from that day on, I just, I, had, I had given, I had made a promise to God. I said, I told him, you know, um, from this from this point on, if you give me something, I'm going to do something with it. If if you say show up at this church, show up at this okay. random church, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna show up at this random church okay. because. Something, something, you know, I walked into a church, and somebody needed a ride because they were doing a baptism somewhere. And I wow. said, well, you're, I guess your ride's here, so let's yeah. go. We drove, in, <laughs> drove an hour. Right. I drove this, this guy an hour. He was a missionary. Wow. To, to do a baptism. I mean, things started, things started lining up. Wow. I mean, and one after another after another, the obedience of that, created a bond and yeah. and I was like I'm in it now and that's I'm I right, yeah. am at- <laughs> <Sold! laughs> that's right <laughs> and I saw myself at like a pinnacle like of of where I could be right with God in in my life wow and and I'm, I'm, I'm I'll tell you the truth once when, when I hit this there was just there was nowhere else to go but going but down so I eventually I stopped I mean this is the unfortunate part I mean I hate to say But I I stopped um, receiving after a while because, you know, eventually we're human and he'll, he'll, you know, give us something that like all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I'm just, Jay, I can't handle this. Right. I can't do this or whatever. And then, you know, I started, would start tearing down a little bit and I'm not getting as much. And I'm like, okay, what, what happened? (laughs) Right. And so, um, you know, and I'm, I'm somewhere in, in that right now. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, I'm, I'm trying to, well, I'm trying he's to taking,
2: get. He's taking a leap of faith.
0: I'm taking, yeah. Right. He's
2: right now. I yeah. mean, he just walked into a podcast. He ain't never, <laughs> ain't I mean, he's known me <laughs> for a, a few months. Okay. I mean, and he's never met anybody back there in the back.
4: Wow. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Telegram.
1: We use Telegram. <laughs> I get a text from Michael Monday. Hey, Keith, there's a guy that's going to join Telegram, and I need you to make sure Liz has the uh, what we're going to eat Wednesday night. Well, my wife's doing inventory for the electric company, and I'm like, I can't call her and tell her that. So i start sending out, finding out. But then he posts a message on there, and I'm like,
2: dude, Jay posted yeah, a message Jay on posted there a message. It. Oh, So, wow.
1: you know, it, it was one of those things where...
2: <laughs> he's for real. Right, well, <laughs> right he's okay, serious. Okay,
1: Michael. And, and, and that's the thing that I think we had to think about. Michael goes to work out there mm-hmm. a year and... In February. Well, it seems like it's been two years now, but yeah, in February, <laughs> he goes to work out there. And, and at times, he's like, what am I getting myself into? And then it's like... Okay, this thing happens. And then this thing happens. And and that's the one thing that I strive to do as a pastor is to try to get people to understand that we're all called to ministry. That is yes. correct. Yep. It doesn't matter if you're on your job, if you're in school, if you're playing a sport. That is correct. You know, and so when Michael goes to work out there, he'd let me know. Okay. This is happening this is this somebody came in and asked me this and right and and so you know, it's just why do we not expect it?
2: Well, we asked for it every I mean, I was begging for it back when I had my surgery. Yeah, what can I do? Right? Tell me what I'm supposed to do, and I'll do it, right right. and we're doing it right now, that's right yeah um on this podcast is the way that he led me. Here's what you gotta do. And somebody, I think it was Marsha, your sister said yeah. well, when you were a child, she remembers my daddy talking on the microphone. His name's Mike. Wow. My name's Mike. Well our buddy Mike from down in Douglas. Douglas that was he was gonna try to be here tonight, but it, it, Something came up and he couldn't, but the mics
3: are fired up.
2: On the mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're using the microphones to, right. s- to say what we're supposed to say, I guess. Right. Yeah. But and it's, a, and
3: alluding to what, um, uh, what Keith was just saying, we all have some facet of ministry in us. Absolutely, yeah. Acts one and eight, he says, after you receive power, after you receive the authority from God the Father, gift that it was promised, he said you would become witnesses. So that does not just limit preachers, it does not limit missionaries, it gives all of us the capacity to spread the gospel in some facet or another. Mm-hmm. But going back to what Jay just said, he basically had his whole Damascus experience. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he had a whole Damascus experience, and then if you guys could see him in in this room,
1: yeah,
2: he it was had happening an again.
3: Paul apal- moment. <laughs> That's right. Like he started. He was almost t- in tears. Yeah. yeah, thinking about that how
2: experience.
3: It, dude, how good it was. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And that's what, matter of fact, we learn about that in Acts 9, but then Paul actually gives his testimony. And I know we've been talking about what's your story. (laughs) Paul basically at one time, he says, listen, I was doing what I was not supposed, I'm not even supposed to be called an apostle. I was killing those (laughs) whom I'm helping now. And he goes back to that moment where he met God. And I think in all of our lives, yeah. whether we share it or not, we should have some experiences in our lives that we can go back to, have a flashback, to keep us back humble. Humble, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we, so we don't get so high-minded that we won't think that, oh, I've been saved this long, I've been doing this, and, and, and God has been using me to do this. And then... We forget where we came from. Mm-hmm. and I so we that, yeah. never, man, I commend you because that's, that's an amazing story, Like, yeah, I didn't have that experience, but I can say that I did meet him, but yeah. my experience wasn't like yours. That's something to treasure. That's something yeah. to hold on to because not it's, many of us,, yeah. have those, you know, those audible moments, those actual in his present moments when nobody else is around man i i man i commend you i didn't realize it at the time
0: yes sir but i mean um yeah i mean we are we are all our ultimate calling is to bring people to jesus that's right that's right and I did jump out of my body a little bit uh, when, when I, because it is right. a little sacred. It's a little sacred to talk about. So it's uh, a, yeah. it can be, it's tough. Yeah. 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 But at
1: the same time, that experience, right. That, that puts you in a place to minister to a different subset of people. Right, And, yep. and what you were talking about, Tony, we called them Pillars. And altars in the right. Old Testament, right? They were built mm-hmm. for the people to go back to and see to remember what happened there, right? After the flood, right? What did Noah do? He right. built an altar, so that and and there were a lot of towns, villages, whatever that were built near those altars, right? So that the people said, "Hey." This is what happened here. This is where God showed up and showed out. So in our life, it shouldn't be out of the ordinary for us to have instances. We're not all going to have them nearly as starkly contrasted as (laughs) as you did. (laughs) I remember when we were at Wesley at, at University of Georgia and I don't know if it is today, but then in the early two thousands, it was the largest um, inter campus ministry in the country. We were we were having four hundred plus on Wednesday nights. Wow! They got up over a thousand. They were having a meet on campus at Tate, but um, that was in the early, uh, probably mid two thousands. But Bob Beckwith is the he's still there. Um, over 20 years at the uh, Wesley Foundation at UGA. But he told his story, and it was a lot like yours. He was a chemical engineer for the Dow Company, Dow Chemicals. He was living in Augusta. He said, I can tell you what mile marker I was at. I was going under an overpass, and God said, you're going into the ministry. Well, you got to understand, I came out of this church. Mm Mm-hmm. My mama was the loudest woman in the church. Um, You know, so when I go off, well, I didn't go to Georgia. Don't anybody get the wrong idea? My wife graduated from Georgia, and a year before we got married, I moved to Athens and moved in with some guys from Wesley. But while I'm there, I was an intern, but I wasn't. I didn't have the official intern title, but I ran sound and video and stuff. And Bob said, I'm going to mentor you. I'm gonna disciple you. Wow! And so I get there, and my dad was even more better prepared on Sundays than I am. He had notes. I mean, a lot of people couldn't read them, but he could. I don't <laughs> even do notes. Um, Bob came in with a a twelve page, you know, forty five minute Liction. sermon. Yeah, yeah, it was a lecture. I mean, he's a chemical engineer. (laughs) And I'm going, right, no, this ain't this ain't cool. I I don't see how the Holy Spirit's gonna work through this. Yeah. Now, the good part was if he'd have had to do five sermons a week, he could have done the same one every time. My sermons are about like my cooking. You're gonna be fortunate if you get the same thing twice. And the only way it's gonna happen is if the Holy Spirit does it, cause my brain ain't gonna do it. <laughs> so, Bob would come in literally on Tuesdays before message on Wednesday. I got it. We started putting the scriptures up on the screen. This was 2002. Um, and he would literally rehearse his message. Nobody in the room, the room seated four fifty five hundred and I'm sitting there usually putting in his scriptures while he's doing it and I'm thinking this is too rehearsed. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. This can't work. You know? And every week I saw how the Holy Spirit worked through that vessel. Right. You know, that did things way more rigid than I could ever expect to. And, and it taught me that, hey, he can use us all how he's made us. Right. right.
2: How he made us.
1: How he made us. He didn't make me go to go to engineering school for chemical engineering. If he had, a, I would probably be a lot like that. You know, and so for all of us sitting here, we all have our strength. And our weaknesses that make up our story.
2: Yeah. And those strengths are where he allowed us to venture off to, even though mine's a, a deeper, darker story than most people's, it's still what it took to make me as bold as I am. Right. And yeah. to help me connect with the people that I need to connect right. with. to relate. Yeah. So he makes us all different. Yeah. He allows us to do things so we learn.
3: Right. He uses us based on the ability that he's already invested in us. I see it. Right. So you get what I'm saying? Like he's given us all several gifts and talents. It's It's for us to allow our journey to teach us how to use what God has already placed on the inside of us. You get what I'm saying? so I know. Yeah. You're yeah so, like, we have to, it's, it's almost as if we're morphing into the person that God has designed for us to be. That's yes. it. We all have been at that point where we didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. And then looking back over our lives, God, that's been there the whole time. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, we're an we're unfolding story, man. We're unfolding story. We're learning new things about ourselves every day. And where would I be now
2: had I not ventured down that path? Exactly. Um, but my story is a lot like Jay's. Okay. He stopped me. I was driving down this road right here in front of the church. Wow. I was a down the road a good ways, but he stopped me. He showed me, he, he gave me a vision where he showed me some things that were happening and because I was wanting answers, what, what are we going to do? This is, you know, this is crazy times right now. I need to know what I can do right. to help this. And, and I've learned in since, but that I'm, I turn things over a lot quicker now, but he gave me a verse okay. and it was Ephesians six. All right. I, he told me to put on my whole armor. That's correct. And, and be fluent. You know, put it all on. He's got my back.
1: You yeah, know, right. make
2: sure my front's covered. Right. So the Ephesians 6 thing goes back to his number that he got, but it's tears. I was weeping in that truck and turned around and come back to the house. Wow. And— my wife couldn't figure out why I was just bawling. I couldn't figure it out myself, but right. you know, it's, it's stories like that, that that other people need to know. Exactly. If he puts, puts the fear in you right then, ask him what he wants. That's right. And be prepared to do it. Yeah. Right. Be bold enough to take that stand and step out for him.
1: Right. But that goes back, you know, what you were saying your path a lot and and we talk about it because we the church's journey and, and the podcast journey but what tony was saying is exactly what we're mm-hmm. trying to get people to understand unfortunately in america we think of everything in terms of the interstate
4: mm-hmm.
1: we want four lanes we want it wide open, as fast as we can go, as quick as we can get there, with as little interaction with others as possible. That's right. But when you go back to biblical times, the journeys that they took yeah. were on foot.
2: Right, exactly. And they passed people and talked to people. And, and that's it. And, right. and, and it's a puts, lot easier to he talk puts, to somebody. It
0: yeah, exactly. yeah. puts people in your path. In your path. Yeah. right?
1: And, right. And I stu- when, I, when I studied permaculture, there's, there's a, a movement to go back to. But what we've done is civilization now has, the majority has gone to square. Okay. I'm going to get a square piece of land. I'm going to put my house right in the middle of it where I don't have to interact with my neighbors, the old plans were almost serpentine, Mm -hmm. where you had a narrow part, a wide part, and they put all these houses to where you had to interact with your neighbors. Right. You knew your neighbors. you, You were family. And if no other reason... While we go to church, it's to interact.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's to join people on their journey. Right.
2: Yep. Encourage them and,
3: yeah, and let them encourage you. Yes, Right. Build us up. And that's a firm belief that, you know, um, I've been Pentecostal all my life. Yeah. And uh, in our church, we had what was called testimony service. And uh, testimony service was Typically during the <laughs> devotional part of the service, you know where it's they open sing mic. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like open, open mic. Yeah, so <laughs> open mic, um, <laughs> but that the scripture that uh, Mike actually opened up with yeah. was one of the firm beliefs of that time. Yeah. Um, now I'm old. I tell them all the time. I'm I'm the last of the Mohicans. I grew up in old holiness. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we tarried and called Jesus yeah. until you know we. Yeah. But um, they they would always tell us that you know we overcome by our testimony. Yep. And my pastor used to always drive home your testimony might save somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. And he would say that your testimony, what you're going through or what you've been through could help somebody going through something similar to what you're going through, Mm -hmm. Uh, what they're going through. I'm sorry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So uh, it's important, you know, that we share um, and and tell people um, about what we've encountered in life because life in itself is a challenge.
1: Yeah. And, and that's, that's the cool part about sitting around a table like this. Mm-hmm. Um learning about one another.
2: I tell Keith we need a bigger table. We, we gotta get a bigger table. <laughs> we gotta have a bigger table, lower yeah. to the ground, a get a small chair. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can lean back.
1: <laughs> but it it really brings about the the thought that we can find out what somebody's story is. Right. That we can find, you know to me I'm glad that that Jay came in and shared because what if I didn't get to hear that that's right right, right. you know <laughs> right um and 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 what does that do? that encourages him to be um to be open right. to the Holy Spirit saying, right. Hey, go do this
0: uh-huh. right
1: you know. Especially
0: when you don't want to do something. <laughs> Not that I didn't want to come here, you're but right, right, but, right. but like sending a text to just ran. You know, yeah. oh here's this here's the app. Just and, I'm, and you know, <laughs> yeah. oh, I just feel like I should write this. I guess <laughs> to a bunch of strangers, strangers. right? <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean, but then on the back side, we've got to become a group that doesn't ostracize and and make people uncomfortable you know my okay if michael tells me something i've got 30 plus years experience he's my cousin right but okay you've only known him a few months hey (laughs) go on this out whatever you want to say well
2: oh actually i will share your prayer (laughs) request and this is where we you'll find out what we're going to eat on wednesday night that's what i said yeah. It wasn't anything to share your story. But <laughs> I, the
1: beauty behind it is. Yeah.
2: But that's what it's for. Right? You can go me. on there
1: yeah. <laughs> and we have a history on there now that yeah. people you can't do that with text.
2: No. You true. can't
1: share that with, with with him and say, hey, go check this out. And and on a text. Well, now we've got almost a year invested into Telegram. And you can go back and see what people put, what they've said, stories they've shared. All the way from the beginning. From the wow. beginning. So, so like, Michael could say, okay, look, dude, yeah, that ain't family, that ain't friends, that ain't church members, that's somebody that's just gotten involved with us. Right. And, and it gives somebody that's new an encouragement to share, to, to share, to yeah. be open, uh, open and, space. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm not gonna call it a safe space. <laughs> I, I don't want to get confused with with the world around us. <laughs> no, because we don't need to be safe. It ain't gonna no, be safe. No, no one side defense or the other. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> out there and open. Yeah, and and we've got to hold each other accountable. Right. And and it's great that hey, we can do that. We right. don't have to be in the same building. We don't have to have the same pastor.
3: Exactly. That's We're right.
1: the church. Right. Not right. a church. And, and that's where I, as a pastor, probably because my dad was a pastor for 43 years, but it, it almost grates my nerve to hear people say my church. Yeah. Because God didn't say, hey, you refer to my church as your church. Wow. He said, It's my, my church. church. Right. Exactly. Okay, if he's the head and it's his church, then it ain't mine. Right. You know, and we and shouldn't rule
2: it. And we that's shouldn't right. rule it.
1: That's and right. and so <laughs> if right. we'll get together and the, the the cool part is when we get together and we go out, mm-hmm. we're expanding his church. His church.
2: That's right. Yep. That's right. And that's when the blessings come.
3: Yeah. That's why I you can want. just stick a pin right there. I'm going to have to get on Telegram so I can find out what you guys are having on Wednesdays. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> his
1: church meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> so he could sandwich so dinner I can in on Wednesdays. Definitely come
3: <laughs> to dinner on Wednesdays. <laughs> hey, we love, yeah. love it. I've yeah. enjoyed the fellowship.
1: But,
2: definitely. Well, it was net's birthday yesterday, so we had her a. Uh, a pretty nice meal tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually it's not as elaborate as that. Okay. I mean, now sometimes Keith surprises us with okay. some stuff. But okay. But yeah. uh, a it lot was, of time it's it, was sandwiches. Sandwiches. it was here. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. We don't mess the first night
1: here. They're gonna be coming <laughs> back now. A whole ain't roast. We <laughs> yeah. had
2: a peppered roast that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was some good stuff.
1: But you know that's that's the 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 beauty of the way God's designed this, right? It, it's a journey. It's, it's our stories coming together because the Holy Spirit's tying us together. Right. You know, um, it's not an accident. It's not a, a chance that Michael and Jay got together. Mm. It's not a chance that me and Tony got together. Right. I right. mean, cause, when you think about it, me and Tony are the youngest pastors that meet right. monthly with the pastors in Pierce County. There's 60-something churches in the county, and there's only about six of us represented, right seven, monthly. At those meetings. Yes. At those meetings. And so me and him have taken, we, we've, We've taken to it and we may not make everyone. But when we get together, right. we talk. Exactly. We share with one another. Exactly. And I just happen to say, Hey, you wanna come be on a podcast? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> so and <laughs> well, I'm gonna go help him happen. on some stuff. So it but we gotta work together. That's right. That's right. Really? I'm not as tech savvy, so
3: he's he's gonna teach me a few things. Okay. Well he...
2: He uses, or he used a sinner like me to resurrect what, what you're seeing in here now. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to take credit for it. I want to give him all the credit. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to know that it was him that saved me that turned things around on certain things right. that are happening in here right now. And it's it's yeah. humbling. Yeah. It, Very it's it's exciting. Right. But not not saying that everything was wrong here. Not I'm not trying to say that. But there was things that needed to have a little bit of input to help Keith yeah. keep things going. That's right. And that's right. Getting word out. Right. And Ideas. Right. Oh, there's big ideas now.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, and and that's you I'm younger than Michael by five years. But what he has been able to encourage me in has improved my ability to pastor.
3: Right. Right.
1: And and he knows he might have to say it three or four times, you know. Where some people get offended by that? Oh, Keith forgot. Well, it's like like I heard today um, on on, a, on something somebody said. If as an attorney, if I missed, if I got sued for every email I missed, mm-hmm. there's a suit right now in America over that. It's up in New York. Wow. Somebody is suing a realtor because that realtor didn't advise them of something, and all the law people that I heard said that would be like going to a proctologist and asking them for heart surgery. Yeah, wow. You know, and, and because it wasn't that type. Well, that's how we've got to understand in the church. I don't take my role as pastor and, and think, I got it.
2: Right. Right.
1: I'm good. And, and Michael's challenged
3: me. Right.
1: And, and I don't go, well, Michael, you know, you really just turned your life around three years ago. And, and you know, before that, you were, oh, no. right now, God's got him in a place. Exactly. And it don't matter if you've got two months or you got 25 years. That you've been in church. God can use you however he wants to.
2: Exactly. And that's what we're what's what we're seeing now. A lot of yeah. these a lot of celebrities or whatnot that are voicing their their faith. Like I mean, I'm following David Pollock, the oh, yeah. Georgia Bulldog defensive <laughs> end from That years I almost ago. ran
1: over his leg in Athens well, in, when he was in college. <laughs> well, somebody it was <laughs> Bless it. His legs were hanging out in Baldwin Drive, and I had to go out over the center line, and I thought when I realized who it was, I said, if I had to hit his foot, I would be lynched.
3: Mercy. But
1: he, he had a, a severe
2: neck injury and he had to get out of playing, but he commentated, and he went to ESPN, and he did all his stuff. ESPN SEC Network got rid of him. Wow. Yeah. He's got his own podcast going right now. He's got his own Twitter account that's going, and he's talking about Jesus Christ. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. So his stature, I guess you could say, um, his fame that the good Lord gave to him, yeah. right. he's yeah.
1: returning that. Right. Well, and when it happened at the beginning of the season, he didn't lose his mind over it. It's like, wow. I've been doing this for years. I can't believe ESPN <laughs> let me go. A lot of people were saying that. Yeah. And he's right. like, man, mm-hmm. I, he he put it out there and said, thank you, ESPN, for the opportunity you gave me these right. years. Right, right. I'm thankful. I'm appreciative for, for the opportunity I've had. And somebody asked me, he goes, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm a community coach up here in Athens for my son's football team. Yeah. But, but there's,
2: there's others out there, yeah, that ha- have been down a, a darker, darker path that are coming out right and speaking more about Jesus, and, and they're turning their fans around, right and putting Jesus in their face. Yeah. You know, it's, this is right. how I believe it. I didn't used to believe it, but I am now, and I'm on the right road, right. right. So there's more and more of that happening. And who else can we see next that's going to affect millions of people? Right. You know, he's, he's turning things around.
3: And that's what it's going to take. Um, a lot of people have to make the conscious decision to express their faith boldly. Yeah. And that's what the enemy does. He, he puts that fear of losing people, um, in, in our hearts to persuade us or sway us away from doing what God has put in our heart to do Yeah, because that's already there you, you want once you're saved you want to, you want to share it you, you don't want to hold it right. I'm not saying you know and that's something that we it's not forcing people it's not forcing it down but when people see the change in your life that will immediately change their perception of okay i need to try this jesus yeah, 100% well. right you get what i'm saying so like a lot the spiritual of people, bug right <laughs> it, it, it's catching it's, <laughs> it's catchy. catchy yeah it's catching you can you can you want it for others so right. <laughs> right for sure so. and here's the thing not only profess what we believe lord i, I done not got excited um, Not only professing what we believe, but actually being the example of what we believe is what draws, um, you know, living that life that God is calling us to. You know, um, there's a lot of things I tell people, I say, you know, I'm definitely not perfect, but there are areas in my life that God has perfected for me mm-hmm. that I have no desire to go back to. And, you know, you, that's something I don't have to share, right. but just living it out shows how powerful God is. And I'm, I'm, right, because, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah exactly, because
0: we're spiritually guided, so we, right. want, we want to feel the spirit. Right, right. You're right, right. Well,
1: and, and another thing to that is.
0: And we want it for others. Right. I mean, that's humans, a big thing. Right.
1: In general, are spiritually guided. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're either going to follow the right spirit, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. or you're going to start following spirits, plural, that are of the enemy. And when you talk to people, if you talk to Mm non-believers, they're chasing after something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking, yeah. And they're looking, mm -hmm. and then if if you can... If you get around enough and you're, you're, you're able to be there when somebody makes the conversion, mm-hmm. you find out that there's a sense of fulfillment right. and a void that's been in their exactly. life for so yeah. long that is instantly changed and filled. right. But that's, that's, that's across the board.
3: Right. Yep. That is correct.
1: You know, so it, it's, it's, it's it's neat to get to experience this, right? You know, and and this this to me, I I almost that we're sitting in the church building. This is church,
4: right? <laughs>
1: this is church. Four people coming together. You know that two of us are the only ones that. Really have a long relationship. The other two, it's relatively short. And and we're getting together and sharing with one another and encourage. And that's what we're hoping for people that maybe listen to this is that that they begin to feel to feel
2: to see yeah and taste right to touch right
1: (laughs) right and and uh
0: it's a good feeling.
1: It is. It is. It's just one of those things that.
0: thats a feeling when you know that God has you in the, your place. Right. And you're in the place right now. In right. the right and place. We're sitting here. Yeah. Right. yeah. In the right place.
3: It's a God moment. That's, yeah, that's basically exactly. what it is. Exactly. It's a God moment. You right. feel that? Yeah. 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 And one thing about, you know, the scriptures, I I y'all know I I love the word I literally love the word I can't I can't uh change that um but he said in his presence is the fullness of joy meaning going back to what he said that sense of fulfillment you feel you you your everything that you wanted is in his presence so uh in those moments we just have to you know enjoy those God moments yeah. You know? Enjoy them so, yeah. So, tell me something, Tony. Mm. Where, you, where you preach at Kingdom Faith Church, it's uh 6014 Homestead Road here in the city of Blackshear.
2: Okay, that's up
3: there
1: yeah, across from the industrial park. Okay, right.
2: yeah,
3: or the old uh, the,
2: the old, old driving, driving range. range. But pup
1: was putt. back in the early 90s. Yeah. Ooh. That yeah, y'all a... went
3: way, way, way back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: I didn't know that
2: was out it there. They had
1: batting cages and all kinds
2: of no, stuff. No, I think it there. was just driving range and putting. I don't remember the batting cages. There was
1: batting cages right behind the building. Okay. And the driving range was to your back. All right. I learned something new tonight.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah but. Across from where them old propane tanks used to sit. On the corner. <laughs> oh, yeah, said, y'all,
1: y'all way back there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
2: just been a few years ago. They just little, moved them. Yeah, they moved
1: and, them when they cleared out for the industrial park. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, but we're right there. On uh, the corner. Off of uh,
3: Highway 84.
1: Yep. Bowen and, Road and Homestead Road. Right. corner.
2: Corner.
3: So right. You're you originally from where? I'm originally, I was born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, we moved to a small city called Live Oak, Florida. Oh, we We lived there, there, there for uh, about a year and a half. and Then we transitioned here to uh, Blackshear. My grandfather uh, was born and raised in Blackshear. Um, then him and my grandmother, they started a family in Fort Lauderdale. And when my grandfather passed, he found out that he built them a retirement home here in Blackshear. Oh, yeah. And so in 04, my mother passed away. And so my grandmother decided that she inherited me and my siblings that we would move to a smaller town. So I've been here. Uh, May of next year will make 20 years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, you ain't no rookie. Right? <laughs> no, wow. no. I'm, I'm At this point, I'm from Blackshear. You're right. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. You've seen the ups and downs of black History Literally. 20 years.
3: And growing up, we, we would always visit, you know, we would be back and forth. We would visit my great grandmother lived here, my great grandfather, all of them, and then my grandmother, she's from um small town called Baxley, Georgia. But, so she was born and raised there and We, we uh, ain't talking about Appling County right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 very uh very familiar with the area. Been here a good minute. Good
0: deal. Jay, how long you been here? Um and I would be the rookie in the room. <laughs> so um, about a year and a half now. Okay. And, yeah, we, we moved from Nashville, Tennessee. originally from Boston, Massachusetts area. We could. So, wow. No. No. <laughs> <We> could. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, we're like uh, just like the name of the church, we're on a spiritual journey. And um, we found ourselves here. Awesome. You know, um, after... Long careers in Nashville. Uh, we met in Nashville, and so, um, wow. What, on a whim, what brought moved, us here?
2: Moved on a whim.
0: I don't know. I put I I I put in. I've got some stories too. <laughs> Trust me. I I put in my work location. It was in between these two buildings, and I end up in right there. Met um, Michael. Michael was wearing a a hat with a cross on it, and I asked, you know. <laughs> Just tell me if if I'm supposed to be here, just you want to show me a sign. Oh, wow. And so I took that as. From Nashville to Waco. No, no, he didn't get the
2: (laughs) the job from Nashville. Now he didn't get the job. Now
0: Okay. He was already here.
2: Oh,
3: okay. Okay. But But still, the transition from from Nashville. And I have to say Nashville,
0: Tennessee, because everybody was like, like, You from Nashville, Georgia? Nashville, Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) No. Big difference between Nashville, yeah. Georgia <laughs> Big and difference. Nashville,
1: Tennessee. Literally, yeah. So,
0: yep out of the out of the city and into the country, man. It's a <laughs> it's a culture shock, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, a little bit.
2: <laughs> Anybody want to guess how long we've been on here talking?
1: I do not know an hour.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. That's what's did it feel like an hour? Did no,
1: not, no. It, it <laughs> did not feel. <laughs> did not. And I believe if we weren't doing what we were supposed to be doing with this, it'd be like going Dragon. to the dentist. Pulling
2: teeth. <laughs> yeah. right.
1: It, it, but really and truly, this hour flies by every time <laughs> we do it. Um, because God is working through it. Um, there's some Sundays when I come in and I, I give a message and it's an hour and You know, it don't feel like I've been up there 20 minutes. There's some Sundays where in 20 minutes. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. done." You know, but God knows what he wants us to do. Right. We just got to get on board with him. Right. You know? I think we are. I, I, I think, mean, I, and I'm saying that to encourage others because because yeah, when you when you do that, and you say, "God, okay, what do you want me to do?" Get ready. Mm-hmm. Hold you on. You better hold on because <laughs> when He shows you, it's going to blow your mind, right? Because a lot of times it's something that you're really good at. It, it I, I can't say that I've ever seen God call anybody to something that they that they were not good at. Exactly. He calls them to places that they may not want to be. (laughs) Um, And and that goes back to. uh, The obedience thing, right? Yeah, Bruchko. He was down in South America as a a missionary, and he was fed up. Wow. And he was coming back. This was, I think, in the 60s. He was going to come back. Donkey kicked him in the head. Mm. and he had to stay, and the Indians gathered around him. He healed, and he spent years in there ministering. But he, the story was that it took him getting kicked by that donkey <laughs> for God nice. to keep him where right. He wanted him to be.
3: Right. He'll talk to you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's who has me in Blackshire cause. Yeah. Um, I've tried to move a number of times. I've I've actually uh, had some job opportunities that were withdrawn, and I ended up staying. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was trying to move to D.C., tried to move back to Fort Lauderdale three times, and could uh, <laughs> not get away. And uh, I, I think the last time, I think it was in... Uh, 2018 um i had already made you know preparation got a job um started looking for an apartment and my aunt passed away and so at that time we were taking care of her so man uh in the midst of that lost a job that i never went to and uh Never, I just stopped looking for an apartment. I mm. just, I'll stay here. Huh. I'll stay here. And I made up my mind I ain't going nowhere. So Boy, that's, He has a plan. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So we're here. We need to get him on the phone with Jamie
2: one night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually, while I go, I said, you know Jamie Bell?" He goes, I know of, of him. Jamie yeah, yeah. I said, no, we going to get you to know Jamie Bell." <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. okay me say, why ain't you called me yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly how he answers a lot of times. Sorry. Anyway, um, we're at our hour mark. So I know I got to get up early in the morning, so I would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want to pray us out of here? I can. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for the blessing that you've given each one of us the fellowship with the others. Pray that you would bless those that listen. Um, feel the fellowship through the podcast. And we just pray that um, your, your story would become intertwined with our stories, and it would draw people to you. And we just ask you to uh, protect us as we go out this week, health and healing, safety, and just meet the needs of us so we can meet the needs of others in christ's name we pray amen
2: Amen. and thank you for the boldness of these two guys right here with us yes thank y'all for coming thank Thank you Thank you. thank you